This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 136. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Red Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicky. And this is Larissa. Now, we've talked a lot about tofu, tempeh, and seitan in past episodes, but we've never really put them all together side by side in a single setting. Now, in this episode of the Vegetarian Zen podcast, we're going to be talking about all three of these popular meat alternatives, what they are, what health benefits they have, and how to use them. Now, I'm really excited about this because, you know, one of our goals, our personal goals for 2016 is to get a little bit more creative with our menu, right? Mm -hmm. Our our eating every day because we do tend to get bored with some of the and eat some of the same things all the time. Mm -hmm. And this is really exciting because now we'll we're really going to put these all three side by side and compare them and, and talk about ways that you can use them. Yeah. So what's my favorite thing to say when you when you ask me what I want to eat? Uh, oh, nothing sounds good. <laughs> nothing sounds good. All the time. I'm always That's saying that. Thing. She makes a face. She'll say she's hungry. And then I say, well, what do you want? She says, nothing, nothing sounds, sounds good. good. <laughs> well, hopefully this is going to make some more things sound good. Hopefully. <laughs> All right. But before we get into our episode, we have a rating. This is the first rating of... 2016. Booyah. Hooray. All right. So this is from the U.S. from uh, on uh, January 4th of 2016. Now, I'm not sure if this is supposed to be L.A. Julie, like Julie lives in L.A., or if it's La Julie. But uh, <laughs> either way, uh, she says, uh, love, love, love this. And uh, she says, Vicky and Larissa and Vicky are a kind fun, welcoming hosts that always have good information for new and old vegetarians and vegans alike. This podcast just makes me happy. Thanks, ladies. Awesome. Thank you so much, LA, Julie, or La, La Julie. Julie. If you're La Julie, I'm La Vicky. <laughs> but even if you're, if you're not. And I'm, I'm, I'm La Vicky then. S.A. Vicky. <laughs> Sa Vicky. San Antonio Vicky. Yes. <laughs> All, All right. right. So enough of that. Okay. We're ready to get into our main topic. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, now we've, as we've mentioned, we have peppered pretty much a lot of our podcasts in the past with mentioning some of these meat alternatives. Mm -hmm. But it was requested by one of our listeners that we put these meat alternatives together and talk about how you can use them mm -hmm. and kind just of what kind they of the differences. Yeah, what they are. A lot of people don't even know what they are. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even I think we've talked about throughout in past episodes about what our favorites are like i am not a big fan of seitan mm -hmm. not a big fan yeah we just realized that we're saying it wrong too didn't we well let's see is it we okay, really say well, seitan seitan yeah. we've we've always said seitan but then i read mm -hmm. that it's either seitan or seitan or so. seitan certain <laughs> that's what, that's what that's what carnivores say right satan it's satan but anyway, no. So apparently we're saying it wrong. But anyway, whichever way you say it. I just scared somebody out there. They're, I know, they're right? They on their headphones and they heard, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when they're you play going, our God, podcast backwards? 
They just threw off their headphones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, so we digress. Now, let's um, let's preface this whole rest of this episode by saying it's 9.17 at night, and we just came home from the movies. We're a little silly. So we're a little silly and a little hyper. And so anyway, uh, but <laughs> so the some of the episodes that we've talked about meet alternatives uh, in the past. So episode, and I'll go backwards from most recent to way back in the beginning. So episode 124 was uh, help. I'm a vegetarian craving meat. And we talked about some, you know, different ways that you can um, kind of assuage your meat cravings or substitutions that you can make. Back in uh, one uh, episode 121 was everything you ever wanted to know about tempeh. And then uh uh, episode 53 now this is going way back is the soy it was the soy controversy so we talked about the issues that some people have with with consuming soy and the estrogens and all that stuff so and then way back in the very beginning episode 008 <laughs> was all about tofu what are you giggling about i'm just like i just can't believe it's been that long i know well you know i listened to one of our old i think i listened to episode 35 the other day when i was uh doing something uh researching something and yeah i mean it it's it's goes by fast it goes by fast it really does time goes uh, by when you're having fun right absolutely okay so those are the ones that we've done so far that's kind of specific more specifically address these issues um but let's get into talking about what I, what I thought, how I kind of set this up is tofu, tempeh, and then seitan. And I have under each one, I've got just a couple of different kind of uh, topics to talk about. So what it is, nutrition, uh, why you should use it or why, you, you know, what's a, why it's good to, mm-hmm. to cook with or eat and then some things you can do with it. So that's for each one. And then at the end, we'll have kind of a comparison of like calories, fat, protein, carbs, all that stuff between the three. All right. So let's start with tofu. So tofu is made from soybeans, water, and a coagulant. It's a curdling agent. Mm -hmm. And nutrition-wise, it is high in protein, low in fat, naturally cholesterol-free. Awesome. And the controversy around it is that as, like with other soy products, due to the phyto phytoestrogens. Ooh, I said that right. Yeah. If you've listened to us, you know my podcast, I mean my uh, my uh, pronunciation, pronunciation <laughs> is not the best all the time. The concern about them is the hormone imbalance in women and concerns about males consuming these phytoestrogens. Right, specifically children. Male children yeah. is something that, you know, some people tend to be concerned about because they say, "Okay, well, it has estrogen and and I don't want to give my male child estrogen because he'll develop breasts and you know have hormone problems High voice and, and all that stuff and you know I I tend to well first of all you know from the re- all the reading that I've done and what we did in the past and everything um yes there it's estrogen but it's it comes from plant it's not animal derived it's plant derived yeah and a lot of the studies you'll find like a lot of things that contradict each other right well, so it's absolutely. not it's inconclusive but with most things as we mentioned moderation is mm-hmm. key i mean if somebody is consuming this every day every meal mm-hmm. that's obviously probably an issue right but in moderation Really, nothing's been proven. Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, you know, just it's one of those things that we like we always say is 
do your own research. If it's something that you're concerned about, um, kind of fact find for yourself and then make a decision based on that. I mean, I wouldn't just go solely on, yeah, and oh my gosh, it has estrogen. Yeah. In and, and if it's something yeah. you're not comfortable with, then don't consume don't. it. You yeah. have other alternatives. Exactly. All right. So some of the benefits, some of the, not benefits, but um, good things about tofu that make it a good good for cooking and eating and what have you. Uh, it has a, the, the natural flavor of it is very mild and, and neutral. So, you know, if you were just to eat it plain, if you were just to like take a bite of a block of tofu, which would just be gross. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to say that, that would just well, be gross. Well, it'd be just bland, But I mean, I it, would, think, it would just yeah. be very neutral and kind of... Ugh. Like biting a sponge or something. Yeah. Just like that. But, and I think that's why a lot of people that aren't vegetarian, that are, n- are not used to consuming tofu, uh-huh. kind of make a face when you talk mm-hmm. about tofu because it, you can think of it that way. Yeah. But the cool thing about tofu is that when you cook with it and you know what you're doing, it tends to absorb the marinade of whatever it is you're cooking with. So it's very awesome when it comes to that. We've had some great Thai food. Whenever we go to eat Thai food, we usually get tofu and it is amazing. I mean, Mm -hmm. it just absorbs the flavors of the things that you cook with it. Right. Yeah. So that's why when, when you're cooking tofu, uh, whether no matter how you're preparing it, whether you're frying it or baking it, whatever, um, that whatever you choose to marinate, it in, you know, it's that's really important because that will determine kind of the flavor for your dish. So if you're cooking Mexican, then you can do like a rub with or a marinade with cumin and oregano and and chili powder, you know, and things like that. Or if you're doing um, Asian, you can do soy sauce, tamari, what you know, just to match the flavor of your disc. Dish. Disc? Dish. Dish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk a little bit about the difference between like silken and firm. Because I know when we go to the store, I see this mm-hmm. case of different types of tofu. Mm-hmm. So, since you're the one that typically does the shopping while I'm off at work, why don't you, why don't you explain a little bit about that? Right, so silken tofu is has a, a lot softer consistency. Um, it blends very easily and it lends kind of a cream-like quality to foods. So it's something good to do, to add to uh, like smoothies, um, to add to soups or to bake with it because it's very smooth and creamy. And when you blend it, it gets like a really nice consistency. You know, I don't think I've ever had it in a smoothie. But that no. sounds like it would be good. Yeah, a lot of people use uh, silken tofu and smoothie as the protein, uh, you know, and that would be an alternative to like the protein powders mm-hmm. that you use sometimes, and if you wanted something different, um, and then firm tofu is it? Well, it's just what it says. It's it's firmer. I mean, of course, you know, when you look at a block of tofu, it it's very. Um, it's filled with water and it sits in water, so you have to press all that water out of it. But firm tofu is good because it can mimic kind of the more chewy consistency of meat and in some dishes, some ways you prepare it. And then uh, the other good thing about tofu is that it's inexpensive and it's easy to find in most larger grocery stores or, of course, in any Asian market. All right. Now, what can we do with it? All right. Well, you know, there's lots of things that you can do with a block of tofu. Um, one of the the easiest things to do is just, of course, to press all the water out of it first. Um, then cut you it. You made your own press, right? Didn't you make your own press? Um, 
Well, was it books? I make the yeah, I make the the poor cooks uh, tofu press with. Uh, well, they sell them, right? Yeah, they yeah. do sell them, but I didn't. I didn't. I couldn't see buying one um, when I can just put it in a towel and then put, you can just run over it in the car. Pla- <laughs> All right, smarty pants. And then I just put a plate and then some heavy books on top. See you in the driveway going back and forth. <laughs> Is it done yet? No, I got to do a couple more passes. Hang on. Oh, my God. Uh, but one of the easiest things to do is just to cut it in cubes or in kind of planks, um, just like the rectangular shape. And I usually do like a quarter inch thickness. Um, um, and then you can just marinate those and then put them in whatever dish you're making or you can bake them or whatever. Um, you can also mince tofu or crumble it and then um as i mentioned the cubes or the planks can be put in something just marinated and and just plain like that or you can bread them which is a good thing to do and then bake them or fry them um of course baking is healthier but now i've never tried this before but i know that a popular vegan dish for breakfast is like a tofu scramble i made it one time like a lot like scrambled eggs yeah i don't know if you remember Mm. but i made it one time I don't remember. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, I'm yeah, and I know a lot of vegan restaurants. That's what they have for, you know, if they if they serve breakfast or breakfast tacos, and you know, around here, it's uh, tofu scramble, and it's it's really good. And you add some nutritional yeast for a cheesy flavor, and, and then you know, add all your vegetables and, and what have you. So, all right, we're ready to move on to tempeh. Yeah, let's do that. Well, so what is it? All right, tempeh are soybeans that are put through a natural culturing and controlled fermentation process that binds them into a firm cake. Now, although soybeans are the food most commonly used to make tempeh, it can be made from any beans, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think uh, when we did the the tempeh episode, I think I mentioned this too, uh, a few years back we went to the Austin uh, Veg Fest up in Austin, and there's a uh, vegan restaurant up there, and they had a, a truck out there or a a stall or whatever you call it. And they were selling a black eyed pea um, tempeh on a stick and it was marinated and then grilled. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, And I actually went back and got, I got one and it was so good. I went back and got another one. (laughs) Now you're not, you're not a huge fan of tempeh. No. Um, You're not a fan of black eyed peas for sure, but uh, just tempeh in general, I don't think it's, your favorite and it's really not my favorite either i i love black eyed peas so the the black eyed pea tempeh really appealed to me but um I, you know it's not my first choice what's your fake and bacon made out of is it seitan or is it uh, i want to tempeh. say that it's seitan i, I want to say that too i think yeah it is. it's the the brand it's sweet earth foods mm-hmm. brand and i'm i want to say that it is um Whatever I still it is, prefer it's really coconut good. bacon, quite honestly. I know ah, you well. hate coconut. <laughs> I like the cr- I like the crunchiness of it, but I can't do the coconut flavor. <laughs> Just can't. Um, all right. So, nutrition wise, tempeh is very high in protein. One serving provides ten percent of <clears throat> daily calcium and iron needs, so it's a good source of those. And again, like tofu, it's naturally cholesterol free. And then in some types of tempeh, the soy carbohydrates and the B12, vitamin B12 that they contain, um, that soybeans contain, are they're more readily available and easily digestible because it's fermented. And that's one of the benefits of tempeh above uh, seitan and tofu is that 
tempeh is not processed. It's fermented. So you get the benefits of that fermentation. Oh, that's good. I didn't know that about that. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, uh, tofu and, and seitan are both processed, considered processed foods. Mm-hmm. So, All right, so why use it besides, obviously, it's fermented? It's slightly denser than tofu, and it has a naturally nutty flavor. And despite being a little bit denser, it, it assimilates spices and marinades. <clears throat> um, excuse me. It assimilates spices and marinades well, just like tofu. Right. The key to um, for it to, to do that, though, is that... You really, really need to either steam or simmer it first to make it more pliable and more accepting of marinades or whatever seasonings you're going to put on it. Um, And it's very easy to do. You can steam it. You can just, you know, take a a cake of tempeh and put it in your steamer if you have a like an electric steamer or in a steamer basket over a pot and steam it. Or you can simmer it in some broth or in some water just to to loosen, kind of loosen that up, open the pores, I guess. <laughs> We're opening the pores of our tempeh. Um, sounds gross. Um, not going to say that again. <laughs> and you just turned everybody off from tempeh. I know. They're like, well, that's it. No, nope, we're not so eating that. It's so <laughs> but uh, so because it's firm, it's really easy to slice. So it makes a good filling for wraps and sandwiches and tacos, things like that. And um, you can also, it's also easy to cut up or, you know, dice or mince for salads or things like that as well. You can marinate it and then you can fry it. You can bake it, saute it, grill it. We are opening the pores of our tempeh. (laughs) Is that your Julia Child? It's a horrible Julia Child. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So now nobody's going to listen to us at all anymore. <laughs> I turned them off tempeh and you turned them off Julia Child cooking, vegetarian zen, and food in general. <laughs> wow. All right. Moving on. Moving on. For those who are still with us. Yeah. If you stuck with us this far, thank you. Um, now we'll talk about Satan. Uh, all right. So what is this stuff anyway? All right. So what is it? It is also known as wheat meat, wheat gluten, or simply gluten. gluten. All right. So basically, it's made by rinsing away the starch in wheat. So it's you take that starchy stuff and say bye-bye. And then uh, it, what it leaves behind is a high-protein gluten. And uh, so if you see in recipes that call – you'll see a recipe that calls for vital wheat gluten. That's the kind of basic – form of this and then you mix that with water or soy sauce or broth or whatever you do and um boy i sound really smart tonight uh, <laughs> you look like you surprised yourself i, was I know you. <laughs> i was like well huh, how about that all right so uh but that's basically what it is now um in our new book, The Taco Cleanse, the one that you found. Oh, when you said that, I was like, we have a book? We do have a book. I wrote a book, didn't <laughs> Our I new you? book. I forgot to tell you, I wrote a book. No, the book that you ordered, The Taco yes, Cleanse. Yes, The Taco Cleanse. Uh, yummy, yum. Quite a few of their recipes are use, uh, they're all, it's all vegan tacos. And so quite a few of them use vital wheat gluten as a base to make seitan, seitan, <laughs> bite my tongue. Uh, and then to turn those into, you know, the finished product for the the taco fillings. So obviously if you're on a gluten-free 
diet this is not, not the way to go you. for you no do not <laughs> do not do not all right but uh on the plus side it's extremely high in protein so are you noticing a trend here so if i scroll back and i look at tofu was is high in protein and then we got to tempeh which is very high in protein and then we get down to Seitan, which is extremely Extremely high high in protein. And uh, it's also very calorie dense. So it is a it's a it's a higher calorie option, but you're getting a lot of uh, value in those calories. It's, it's, um, it's not carb free, because it is made exclusively from wheat. And then as you said, uh, if you have a gluten intolerance, don't eat it. All right, then why would we use it? All right. Well, it is surprisingly similar to the look and texture of meat when it's cooked. And now, if you remember when we went to Green, uh, the vegetarian restaurant here, you had the chicken fried steak. Yes. And that was wheat meat. Yes. Now, I will admit, out of the three, I don't think this is my favorite one. Mm -hmm. I think that tofu is probably my favorite one Mm -hmm. overall. Yeah. It's this is another plus of seitan is it's easy to make at home you can buy like i said bob's red mill brand has um, a, a vital wheat gluten you know they sell it in mm-hmm. prepackaged, and i think you can also get it at, in bulk at whole foods and probably other you know natural food stores uh, but it's very easy to make and they even sell kind of kits that for seitan kits so it has like the the liquid, or you just add liquid to it. So it's the complete, like everything you need. Make your own. <clears throat> Make your own. Awesome. And uh, then if you buy it already made, you can get it in lots of varieties. So lots of different textures, flavors. Um, so what what do, you, what do you do with it then? Okay, well, you can buy it in a block and you can do whatever you want with it that way. But you can also buy it in a crumble or preformed bacon, patty, sausages, and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so because it's really pliable, it's basically, so what it is, it, it when you mix the um, vital wheat gluten with water or whatever liquid you're going to use, it kind of almost forms like a, an elastic-y kind of dough. So it's very pliable. So you can shape it into things like roast or cutlets uh, or other things like that. And uh, then w- you cook it and then once it's cooked it can be baked fried sauteed grilled so you cook the basic you know stuff and then um it can be baked fried sauteed grilled whatever okay so let's compare them okay let's compare tofu tempeh and seitan with respect to like calories and Mm -hmm. some some basic nutrition stuff Okay, so for a four-ounce portion of each one of these. Okay, so a four-ounce portion of tofu has 100 calories, Mm -hmm. tempeh 222 calories, and seitan 416. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a pretty significant difference. Right, exactly. But like you said, I think it's because you get more value nutritionally Mm -hmm. uh, as you move up the ladder there. Right, and you'll see, and you'll see going down. If you say, okay, so let's look at protein. Mm -hmm. For tofu, it's 12 grams. Tempeh is 20 grams, and seitan is 84 grams. So that is a pretty significant difference there. Right, exactly. And carb-wise, tofu has 4 grams, Mm -hmm. 
Tempe has 10 and Satan has six, 16. Six, yeah, sorry. 16. And <laughs> 16. I mean, even that though, that's not a huge amount of carbs. It's yeah. more than the other two, but it's not a huge amount considering the protein load that you're getting with it and, um, you know, and everything else. So fat uh, content, tofu is eight grams, uh, tempeh is 13 grams, but then Satan is only four. So that's kind of balances that out a little bit. And then fiber, uh, tofu and seitan both have zero grams of fiber. And the reason for that, and tempeh has 12 grams of fiber. The reason for that is that uh, tofu and seitan are both processed. Uh, tempeh is not. So you're getting the whole soybeans. When you have tempeh, when you make tempeh, it's the entire bean that's in there. And you can see that in the cakes of seitan, you can, I mean, uh, tofu, uh, t- okay, there's only one left, tempeh. Uh, you Close. can see that, you know, there's, there's whole beans in there. It's just pressed into a cake. All right, let's talk a little bit about the texture, compare the texture. All right, so... For tempeh, it's firm and dry. Um, well, and I say dry, but relative to the other two. So it's it's actually um, like kind of like a dried, more dried cake. It's damp, but it's not like, you can crumble it more easily, I guess. Okay. Uh, tofu is, of course, soft and wet because it's packed in water. Uh, and then seitan is pliable and, and kind of doughy. And uh, you can mold it better than you can the other two. All right. Well, I think that does it for our main episode. Hopefully this helped to give you guys some clarity between the three major meat alternatives, the tempeh, tofu, and seitan. I know that I really appreciate this from coming from a listener because I know other people have asked us about how what's the difference between these. So thank you, whoever. I don't remember who requested this, but... Thank you for requesting this because usually when one person asks, other people have the same mm-hmm. question. I want to say it was Chris A. All right. All right. Let's move into the recipe of the week, which is homemade seitan. Right. And like I said, I mean, it looks really easy. Uh, so this is a recipe from vegkitchen.com. And uh, it, it just looks really easy to do. And then you can do whatever you want for, with it from there. So the possibilities are endless. All right. All right. So what's our quote this week? The quote this week comes from Gabrielle, Ga- no, Gabriel, Gabriel, I guess. Uh, cousins? Cous- cousins? Cousins? From Conscious Boy, Eating. We're, we're doing really well with this tonight, aren't we? <laughs> All right. All right. The quote is, vegetarianism preserves life, health, peace, the ecology, creates a more equitable distribution of resources, helps to feed the hungry, encourages nonviolence for the animal and human members of the planet, and is a powerful aid for the spiritual transformation of the body, emotions, mind, and spirit. Well, that Gabriel wow. Cousins, he says a Very mouthful. well said. Awesome. Love it. All right. So what's our question for the folks this week? All right. Well, it's easy peasy. It's uh, do you use tofu, tempeh, or seitan, or all three, or any combination of two uh, regularly in your cooking? And uh, what's your favorite? Yeah. So you can head out and uh, leave us a comment on the show notes, or you can head to our Facebook page, which is Facebook forward slash vegetarian zen, or you can join our exclusive Peas and Carrot Society. Uh, we've gotten a lot of requests for that group yeah. lately. This is our closed 
I keep it closed. I mean, yes, okay. not private. Closed, closed. Not private. Closed is our closed Facebook group. Hmm? What up, peas and carrots? What, what a great group of folks. Very mm-hmm. easygoing, not judgmental. They share a lot of awesome stuff. Head out there. I want to say this is where we got the request for this particular uh, podcast right. episode. I think it came in through that. Yeah. So that w- Larissa and I are very active. Larissa more so than me because. This is her full-time gig. Mm-hmm. She does this, so she's kind of checking it throughout the day. So we're a very, very good group. Head mm-hmm. on out there and uh, request to join. Absolutely. So to, to get to the show notes for this episode, it's uh, www.vegetarianzen.com forward slash 136. And yes, for the time being, you still have to put that www. Just a couple of other things, ways you can support the show. If you go out to iTunes like La Julie. <laughs> and leave us a rating. That is awesome because that helps people find us. Our downloads every month ha- for from iTunes have drastically increased because of you awesome folks that continue to share, leave ratings. So we really appreciate that because that pumps us up and we get more <laughs> motivated and we love we already love doing this show, but I mean that even makes us even more pumped up. Mm-hmm. Another way you can support us is on our website. We have a favorite products tab and that links to a lot of amazon or to our our amazon store where we put our favorite products those things that we use and highly recommend that is an affiliate link and that means amazon kicks us back a couple of bucks if you buy through that link the cool thing is is if you buy anything through those through that link we get some props from amazon Mm -hmm. for that so costs you nothing extra but it does support the show absolutely so if you need to go on amazon and buy underwear go through our uh amazon store just click on any link and then go off and buy your undies (laughs) all right well i think that does it for our episode this week until next time peace out bye thanks for joining us today on vegetarian zen we've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet You can download it right now by visiting VegetarianZen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.